Hello, lovely people, and welcome to another solo episode of The Wellness Way. And today is the spring equinox. Yes, we're coming into the new year. Time to dust off those hibernation blues and start the rebuild of your energy. And this is the powerful Aries equinox. It signals fire, energy, storms, lots of storms going on worldwide, and surges of light, all those thunderstorms and lightning, electromagnetic instability. So for that reason, it's really, really important that you keep doing your grounding. And I hope you're doing your grounding every day. At the end of this episode, I'm actually going to do a spring equinox, New Year grounding meditation, brand new for this episode. So hopefully you'll stay with me till the end. Now let's talk about why I think this is the new year. Welcome to The Wellness Way with me, Philly J. Lay, a layperson's guide to your natural health systems, your very own NHS. The idea of starting the new year now seems very unconventional. It has strong roots, however, in history, culture and astronomy. By embracing this concept, we could create a new sense of meaning and purpose around the start of each year and celebrate the natural cycles of growth and renewal that are essential for our lives. And I'm just going to put forward some of the arguments as to why this might have happened. The current calendar system that's used predominantly worldwide is called the Gregorian calendar, and it was introduced by Pope Gregory Thirteenth in 1582. However, prior to this, different civilizations had their own calendars based on the movement of the sun, the moon, and the stars. One of the oldest and most accurate calendars in history was the ancient Egyptians. They're fascinating people. Those pyramids were not built by slaves. And had extraordinary powers and connotations behind them. So I think they were most probably pretty spot on with the calendar. Their calendar was was actually late July. It was when the star Sirius rose. And this date marked the beginning of the Nile floods. That makes sense because the Nile floods flooded the land and therefore it was a time of growth and renewal. They could then go and plant their crops. But in many cultures, Persians, Indians, Hindus, the new beginning is always around the springtime. Equinox even going up to April the 1st. And again, if we go back to the Gregorian calendar, when it changed to 12 months, before that, it was kind of predominantly 13. And we had the moon cycles. And, you know, it has played havoc, especially with women, the fact that this calendar was completely changed. And you have to wonder why it was done. So I'm going to talk about the Persian New Year, first of all, known as Noru. I hope I pronounced that right. But it has been observed for over 3,000 years and is recognised as a UNESCO intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Similarly, the Hindu festival of Holi, which is the festival of love, is celebrated in March and it is a time of joy and colour and new beginnings. And that is what spring is about. And even if you're not celebrating that festival, we've got all the daffodils and the snowdrops and the flower, the bulbs coming through. So it is a time of colour and joy. And in astronomy, the vernal equinox marks the moment that the sun crosses the celestial equator, resulting in equal amounts of daylight and darkness. So that is kind of our yin and our yang 
light and day, absolutely equal and in balance. This event typically occurs on March the 20th or 21st, and I'm really lucky today. March the 20th, it has fallen, which happens to be the day I, I release my podcast. So I'm really grateful to the Equinox for that. Thank you. From an astronomical perspective, this alignment can be seen as a significant turning point in the year. And this year is incredibly special because it is the end of a cycle. And that cycle is seven generations, which interestingly enough, is when the banking system started seven generations ago. So um, let's just go see what's going to happen with that one over the next week or so. So if you got my newsletter this morning, you will have seen more on that with the lovely Yvonne Powers writing a contributing piece. I'm going to get a lot more contributors onto my newsletter so that we can share information across the board because it is still very hard to get information and knowledge out. So come and join us on phillyjlay.com. If you are enjoying my work, please sign up to my webpage, phillyjlay.com, and you will receive my newsletters and an exclusive Walking Into Your Future meditation. And if you buy my course, The Wellness Way Faster Class, Your Natural Wellness Journey, you will get two amazing free bonus gifts. My Wellness Awakening album and a video on how I make my herbal teas. And for the full, completely uncensored videos of my podcast, you can come and find me on my Rumble channel, where my guests still have freedom of speech. And join me on my Locals community channel, where I will be building my community and starting my weekly Zoom calls for the price of a cup of coffee a month. There is also a massive part of me, and I don't know if you feel the same, that is quite honestly fed up with the commercialization of Christmas and the new year. I don't really need fireworks and a glass of champagne, although a glass of champagne is always nice. I don't need fireworks and uh, Big Ben to tell me that a new year has come in. You can just look outside your window and see the bulbs coming up, hear the birds, you know, and the baby birds uh, uh, coming in and being born. And that is the beginning for me of the new year. And to celebrate the new year, I am releasing another episode of the Wellness Way Faster Class, which is my online course, which is available through my webpage, phillyjlay.com. And today and for the rest of the week, I am putting it up at a massive 50% discount. It is 33 video episodes charting all the wonderful things that I did to heal from my near-death medical procedure and all the stuff that you've heard about before that went on in my life. And if you haven't, check out episode one and you can find out exactly what did go wrong. <laughs> and it's all the wonderful things in bite-sized episodes that I learned to heal naturally. So come and join me there. With that, you will get a printable PDF with lots of fantastic exercises. You will get the circle of life, your timeline, and my chart to vitamins and minerals. It's really important to know how most of them are actually quite toxic. And I talk about in the faster class, and I've talked about here before, the works of Dr. Ben Johnson, who was a full-time doctorate that Obama hired to find out why so many Americans were suffering from Alzheimer's. And it's not just Americans, it's all Western societies. And he actually states that if you put a thousand Alzheimer's patients in a room and a thousand B vitamin patients in a room and a hundred doctors, the doctors would not be able to tell the difference. I know so many people that, you know, my mum included, 
that were never tested for vitamins. And I talk about this a lot on the show because I think we completely underestimate the importance of vitamins and minerals. And so I've done the episode on it, but there is a full printable chart and it will give you what the symptoms are if you're deficient and the dosages you should take. And we're looking at the optimal dosages, not what you need just to get by that were set up after World War II. You'll get that as well. Uh, You will also get another fantastic free resource. And I say that very modestly, but it is my favorite topic. It is herbal teas. (laughs) So we've come into the spring and today is the first day that I have harvested my stinging nettles. So here I've got my Wellness Way mug. And for those of you watching, my first stinging nettle of the year. Oh, I love that. So I believe that stinging nettles are one of the most nutritional plants on the planet. And they are absolutely packed with vitamins and minerals. They've got vitamin A, C, and some of the B vitamins. So if you are vegan, then it's really important to get your your nettle tea in every day, and that will help. They contain potassium, calcium, chromium, copper, magnesium, and I think we're all deficient in magnesium and iron. And next month, I will be putting together a whole episode on stinging nettles because it is my favorite topic in the world for my locals channel. So if you don't already follow me there, please go and join me on my locals. It's a fiver a month, the price of a cup of coffee. And I'm going to do a whole little video. I'm going to show you how to harvest them, what to use them for, how to use them for cooking, the seeds, making fertilizer, lots of great information. Most importantly, how to store them over winter. But it is really lovely to have my fresh stinging nettle back in my cup today. So without further ado, let's play the Wellness Way Faster Class on detoxification. I'll see you back afterwards and we'll just talk a little bit more about meditation then. But it is all bite-sized because I know that you're all busy people. Enjoy and I'll see you back here afterwards. Welcome to the Physical Detox Faster Class. Let's talk detox. We live in a toxic world. I'm sorry, but there's just no getting away from that. And a proper physical detox should be done under supervision. But I want to show you where to start on your own. Just little tips you can do every day to help your detoxification process. Detox is about getting as much crap out of your body as possible and putting as little as possible back in every day. From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the chemicals in our homes, they're kind of endless, I'm afraid. But there is so much you can do to help this. Just being aware of it and changing a few little things in your life can make massive differences. Small steps make changes. So let's start by seeing what chemicals you can take out of your life and help the process. We covered this in DNA, but let's run through it again quickly. It's worth another think. Think of all the chemicals in your house from the fire retardants on your furniture, paint, carpets. Not much you can do about these. But there are other things that you can do, like taking out the air fresheners, the candles, most of which are made up from toxins that are just kind of sitting in your house due to lack of airflow. And lack of airflow causes indoor pollution and CO2s to build up, which is basically rocket fuel for the issue of pollution. What can you do? First thing, cut out as many as possible. Then open your windows, add some fresh air, increase the airflow. And then what's the next best thing for air? 
Well, according to NASA, who did a fabulous clean air study on this, it's houseplants. It's just simple houseplants that clean your space. And they're found to be most effective in certain plants, absorbing carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen to remove the chemicals like benzene, formaldehyde and trichoglothrin. Number one, ivy. But other effective plants were snake plants, spider plants, peace lily, rubber plant and big hitter for me, aloe vera. Now we need to look at the food that we put in our bodies again. Are our bodies acid or alkaline? So a brilliant scientist, Dr. Otto Warburg, who won the Nobel Prize in 1931 for his work on breath, consumption and fermentation, said no disease, including cancer, can exist in an alkaline body. Just think about that for a second. It's extraordinary. So we need to look at alkalining our bodies. Although his research is old now, these are all back in. They're all back in study mode at the moment. So it's worth taking note of them. Sugar, complex carbs like bread, pasta, which turn into sugar in the gut, are the key contributors to having an acidic body. But amazingly, foods that we think are acidic, like lemons and grapes, actually alkaline the body. It's strange, but true. You can use a cheap pH urine stick just to check your levels, just wee on it in the morning and it will tell you how you're doing. Breathing, going to the loo regularly, sweating, all help you detox as they're getting rid of byproducts of the metabolic processes in your body such as the CO2s, the nitrogen compounds, the sulfates, as well as other toxins from our modern world. Focus on detoxing your bowels and colon first. This is really important. It's like a funnel. Otherwise, it's just kind of getting stuck. So a uh, little story. I used to poop only once a week, and I thought that's why the Sunday Times was so big, so I could sit there all day. Now I poop at least once a day, and I wouldn't even wipe my bum with it. <laughs> I tried everything to get my bowels working. And the only thing that worked for me, the miracle worker, was flaxseed. Remember, always keep it in the fridge because it goes rancid. Your bowels need to be working perfectly. One plus times a day, preferably half an hour after each meal. And once they're absolutely clear, two weeks, you can start work detoxing your liver and your kidneys. How do you do this? You increase fibre from the veggies, you drink plenty of water, add chia seeds, aloe vera, flaxseed, they're the big hitters if you're struggling. But the really important thing is to eat some raw food every day, preferably greens, a salad, with your meals as this helps detoxify your body. It's also very good for getting out heavy metals. Do movement, exercise, get that lymph system working. It's really important. Nothing is working your lymph system but you. So get it going. So I'm going to take you through doing a proper poop, <laughs> which sounds really, really stupid, but there is an easier way to do it. So when Thomas Crapper invented the loo in the 1800s in Victorian Britain, women wore great big crinoline dresses and that's why the toilet was designed how it is. 
but it is not the right position for your bowels. And the best way to do it is either put your feet up on a bin in your loo, toilet, uh, or the other thing you can do is just bring your legs up onto the seat uh, and that, and lean forward, lean into them, and that gives you a really clear pathway for this perfect poop to come out. It's amazing. Herbal teas are completely amazing for detoxing all parts of the body, but especially the kidneys. But they are nature's natural medicines in a mug. So don't overdo them. They can be very, very strong. And the next thing I want to come to is how to detox your lymphatic system. Most people don't even think about the lymphatic system, but it's a really important part of our immune system. It destroys old and abnormal cells such as cancer cells, and it's really essential to clear it out. This includes your spleen, thymus, tonsils, and adenoids. So I'm going to use a fish tank analogy here. So when the pipes are working properly and it's filtering properly, you have this beautiful clean water in a fish tank. And when they're not working, the water goes green, toxic green. And that's exactly the same as what's happening in our body. And what are the best ways to get them working? Exercise, massage, and dry brushing is a really, really good one. So I'm just going to run through a couple of points that will just get your lymphatic system working really well in the morning. You've got two points behind your ears, so just give them a massage and draw down your neck. Just keep drawing down. That's a great one. And dry brushing is really, really simple. You've got points uh, in your groin and under your arms, and you are literally brushing either with a brush or with your hand up towards as rigorous, rigorously as you can um, towards those points. And the other really important thing to do is when you wake up in the morning, drink a couple of bottles of water, flush out that lymph flu. And now we're going to do a coffee enema. Well, I'm not actually going to do it, but I'm going to show you how to do it. First thing you do is prepare the coffee. And this is a different coffee than you would drink. It's a green coffee. And you bring it to the boil and simmer it in the pan for 12 minutes. One spoon, one large spoon of coffee. Once it's cool, obviously, you then put it in your kit bag. There are two different nozzles that go on the end. One for your badge, one for your bum. <laughs> And I'm just going to tell you a very funny story here. Uh, the first year that I was doing them, I had it the wrong way around and I wondered why it was so uncomfortable. So check you've got the right nozzle uh, and put it on your kit. And then you take it up to your bathroom, hang the bag up, lie down, and you just put it up your bum. You've got a little tap there that you're going to turn on and then lie on your right side. And this gives the optimal access to your liver and just stay there as long as you possibly can. You know, aim for 20 minutes, but it might be two minutes. You don't know. But just keep going. The more you get used to it, the easier it becomes. Enjoy!
Welcome back. I really hope you enjoyed that that snippet from the Faster Class. Come and join me over on my webpage where you can get the whole series. And also another bonus is that you will get my whole meditation album, The Wellness Awakening. So that's another bonus that I'm throwing out there today. So hopefully I'll see you there. And for now, just sit back, sit comfortably or lie down and let's start our meditation together for the spring equinox. Let go of the old. Bring in the new. Try decluttering your home, giving it a spring clean. Let go of the old. Bring in the new. And if you wish, you could burn some sage or Palo Santo. Spring clean your whole system. And if you have any negative energies in your body at this moment, you can tap on that. Find your comfort point and just tap away as you join me on this meditation for the spring equinox. The energy of this equinox with the new moon being in the energy of Mars is the sign of Aries, giving you all the momentum you need. Aries is about leadership, determination, and courage. What do you need to find courage for today? This is big. This equinox energy equals the total reset and new beginnings. It marks the astrological new year and it coincides with the new moon at zero degrees in Aries, the very beginning of the astrological chart. Please share this meditation far and wide so we can harness the power of the collective consciousness. And if possible, do it once or twice a day for 21 days. So start by finding a quiet and comfortable place to sit or lie down. Put your arms by your side and just bring your awareness to your breath. And feel that music. And breathe in through your nose, deep into your belly, and out through your mouth. Take a deep breath in and exhale slowly, releasing any tension in your body. Just let it all go. And as you settle in, Take a moment to reflect on the meaning of the spring equinox. This day marks the official start of spring. 
a time of renewal, of growth, of new beginnings, of a new year, a new growing season. The equinox is a moment of balance between light and dark, yin and yang, reminding us of the importance of finding balance in our own lives. Visualize yourself standing in a lush green meadow, surrounded by colorful spring flowers and tall trees swaying in the dappled sun. And just sway with those trees. Just sway. And you can use your arms as branches and dance in the breeze. Feel the warmth of the sun on your skin and the soft breeze blowing through your hair and dance. Now take a deep breath in and exhale slowly, feeling yourself relax even deeper. And relax. I want you to take another breath in. Focus on your breath. Imagine yourself breathing in fresh, new energy with each inhale bringing gratitude and on each release breathe out love your own rhythm and keep breathing. Let go of any stagnant or negative energy with every exhale. Allow yourself to feel lighter and more relaxed with every breath you take. Now bring your attention to your heart center. Put your hands on your heart and imagine a bright green light glowing in your chest. See the color of the bright green 
now see it radiating out in all directions. Keep breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. See that bright green getting brighter and brighter and brighter. See it traveling through your blood, through your breath, through your skin. And as it leaves your skin, it entwines with the gold of the sun. And they dance and move in the breeze. Breathe out the old and breathe in the new. Breathe out the old. Breathe in the new. Visualize any worries that you have being washed away like the winter snow, melting in the warmth of the sun. Breathe out the old. Breathe in the new. Visualize yourself surrounded with a golden light, representing new opportunities and new growth. Feel yourself expanding and opening up to new possibilities. To the new world. Breathe out the old and bring in the new. Keep breathing. Take a moment to set an intention for the new season. What would you like to bring into your life? What goals would you like to achieve? Take a deep breath in and exhale slowly, feeling your intention taking root. Like the roots of a tree delving deep into the earth to grow your intention. Breathe in gratitude. Breathe out love. Breathe in gratitude. Breathe out love.
let go of all the old and plant the new roots. The roots of the tree delving deep into the earth to grow your intention and sow your seed. Feel the sap rising up the roots, climbing, encircling the bark, deep into the trunk. Feel it rising through the branches and embrace the darling buds of May. And take in a deep breath and rise the sap right up to your third eye and hold it, hold it, hold it, squeeze. And set your intention to the universe. And just hold it. And when you are ready, let go with a whoosh. Just bring your awareness back to your breath. And feel the music. And as you bring your meditation to a close, take a moment to feel this gratitude through every cell of your body and give blessings for everything good in your life. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes, feel renewed, refreshed, ready to embrace the energy of spring and all the new beginnings it brings. <laughs> 